Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the Tin and J-Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at Tin and J-Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the Tin and J-Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J-Man Munt. Good evening, Tan and J-Man Show Nation, for the 189th time. Welcome back to the Tan and J-Man Show Sports Podcast. Tanner Lee here with Josh the J-Man Month. What is going on, J-Man? It's humid today. It is a hot one. Humidity and the J-Man don't work very well together. Not a fan. Doesn't mix. Not a fan. Yeah, it's, yeah I'm sure. What did you say you drank? How many bottles of water at work? 10. Um, it was 120 ounces, and I still felt a little dehydrated afterwards. So It's a lot of liquid. Yes. A lot of fluids. A lot of fluids. Well, the Tan and J-Man Show is brought to you by, like it is every week, the damn landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, which sounds really good on a nice refreshing one right now with how hot it is, the damn landing is the place to be. Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou that focuses on freshness and quality. And, of course, they got the damn smoke every weekend. So you got the barbecue, you got ribs, you got steaks, you got all the good stuff, all the meats. You know, it's 4th of July coming up on Saturday. Get your meats. It's a good time for grilling out. But if you don't feel like going through the hassle of preparing, grilling, getting everybody together, go to the Dam Landing. Great place to go. And uh, in addition to all of those great meats we just talked about, you can wash them down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including the constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking them fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be by boat or by wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester, you can call them at 574-223-8950. I bet the dam will be popping this weekend. I bet you're correct, Especially my Friday, Friday night, people are in town for the 4th. Bet, you, bet you're correct. Get your meats. Of course, celebrate uh, following the social distance guidelines. Oh, yeah, that's still going on. That's still kind of going on. <laughs> right here, some birdie bogey. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm hoping, so, hoping for another bird. Big Ten Network released their all-decade Big Ten basketball teams. I saw that. Three, third can, team, second team, we first can, team. We can talk about that a little bit we'll later. talk about that a little later. But that got me thinking, who was the all-time career-leading scorer in the past decade from 2010 through to 2019? So, uh, who okay. was Some good players played in the past. Yeah, I'm going to have to think nine, about that. Nine, ten years, so. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, check out their website, noblenomellc.com. On their Facebook page, they said over the weekend they were at the uh, Kosciuszko County Farmer's Market where they had radishes, turnips, beets, garlic scapes, zucchini, Swiss chard, kale, Green frise, frise, lettuce heads. Yeah, I was going to say your guess is as good as mine there. We're going to have to get clarification on that one. Cilantro. Do you like cilantro? No. Do you have the, they say 50% of people have the gene 
where cilantro tastes like soap to them. Do you have that, Gene? I don't. I wouldn't say it tastes like soap. No, not a fan. I can't think I've ever ate anything that I would compare to soap. Because they say 50% of people have it. Oh, I'm not 50% but, of uh, those people. I am not one of those people either. I love cilantro. Basil, summer squash, cabbage. Cabbage. Get your veggies. <laughs> I swear, one of these weeks you're just, just going to get, get stuck. stuck. And I'm not going to know what to do. It's going to be really awkward. <laughs> but what's not awkward is a bunch of, uh, sport of sporting events that have happened on June 29th throughout history. Ready to get edumacated? Let's hear it. Okay. On this day in 1897. Long time ago. The Chicago Colts established an MLB record for most runs scored in a game by one team as they smoked the Louisville um, Colonels. <laughs> I couldn't have, how do you pronounce that? Colonels. 36-7 uh, at the West Side Grounds in Chicago. Neato. Didn't even know they were Chicago Colts. Yes. I did not know that. Uh, let's see here. A lot of old tennis and early, early British Open. Um, on this day in 1956, American Charles Dumas recorded the first high jump over seven feet during the U.S. Olympic trials at the Los Angeles, California, in the Coliseum. What do you think you could get on the high jump? Uh. I don't even know if I could do five foot. No shot. There's no way I'd be able to. I'd maybe. I'd like to think I could do four and a half. I'm only five nine. Four and a half, you'd have to go. I can get up there a little bit. <laughs> no shot. I don't know if I could do like three feet. <laughs> I don't think you gave yourself enough credit. I don't even really want to try because I don't want to be seriously injured. That would be pretty entertaining video. <laughs> yeah, for everyone <laughs> except me. <laughs> On this day in 1961, San Francisco outfielder Willie Mays became the fourth player at the time in MLB history with three or more home runs twice in one season. Wow. When he hit a 10th inning blast in the Giants' 8-7 to win over the Phillies in Philadelphia. He wasn't bad. No, I, we, he's he's on here a lot as well. I was gonna, yeah. I was just gonna say Ted that. Williams. Yeah, Ted Williams. On this day, nineteen sixty nine, on Billy Williams Day at Wrigley Field, the Cubs outfielder passed Stan Musial's NL record for consecutive MLB games played, eight hundred ninety six, as the Cubs lot. swept the Cardinals by scores of three to one and twelve to one. That Cubs team in 1969 was legendary for their choke job. I think they're up 10 games heading into September. Black Cat ran across the dugout. Oh, it might not have been 10 games, but uh, just add it to their list of choke jobs. Imagine if that happened nowadays with the J-Man on Twitter. Well, it pretty much happened. Uh, Which you can follow him at Muddog16. 2018, I think they're if up he wants five to, and a half. Uh, get a lot of baseball rants coming up here in a couple weeks, which we'll get into. 2004 in was bad. You weren't on Twitter. Not in 2004. On this day in 1984, Oral Hershiser began a string of making every start until 1990. Wow. So six straight years. Cubs were not up 10 games in September. They were up five games. <clears throat> but they ended up eight games back. Yeah, that's not good. Lost 13 games on pretty, uh, the Mets, Pretty bad. Including a 10-game losing streak. 
On this day, also in 1984, Pete Rose played in his uh, in a record 3,300. All right, 3,309th game consecutively, <laughs> surpassing Carl Ustrimsky. Nice pronunciation. Man, I'm struggling tonight. <laughs> I even went over these earlier to practice, and it, I'm doing worse than if I just. Did you practice out loud? No. Did not practice in front of my mirror either. Should have. On this day in 1986, the Boston Red Sox traded for Tom Seaver. Also on this day in 1986, Sparky Anderson became the first manager to win 600 games as a manager in both leagues. Sparky. Um, on this day in 1992, the NHL decided Eric Lindros was going to go to the Flyers instead of the Rangers. I bring that up because I think we just brought that up last week. How he was the number one draft pick one year or something. Yes, he was just And I talked about him being a flyer. So. Man. So the NHL nixed the deal and Yeah, they said he was going to the was going to the Flyers instead of the Rangers. I don't know if there was some kind of controversial like, <laughs> draft holdout thing or not playing for this team, playing for another team or or if it was a trade. I, I don't remember what the huh. on this day event was last week with Lindros that you said. The thing people don't remember, remember Chris Paul was traded to was he traded to the Lakers? Lakers yep. And the NBA said, nope, yep, not happening. Yep, and nix that one. And on this day, 1994, the NBA draft was held in Indianapolis, Indiana. 94. In the Hoosier Dome. <coughs> Who was the first pick? 94. Larry Johnson. How about Glenn the Big Dog Robinson out of Purdue to the Milwaukee Bucks? For some reason I thought he was like 96 or 97. 94. And I did not know until today that was held in Indianapolis. I had at the Hoosier Dome. I had no idea. So that is the on this day. That's it. Yep, sporting events that happened on June 29th. We don't didn't have a ton. Nothing's happened in 26 years. Didn't have a ton, but of course that is brought to you by Proforma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House is over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company. And you can give them a call today at 574-210-3815. Yes, sir. Well, Jay, man, it's kind of funny looking back a week ago. I even titled episode 188, MLB Return Not Looking Good. The very next day, <laughs> they announced the MLB's coming back. Yeah, um, so this could all been alleviated as I've talked for a month. Broken record. A month now, I'm a broken record. If the owners would have just agreed to pay them fully prorated. But the players will get their fully prorated salary of 60 game season starting July 23rd or 24th. Uh, spring training 2.0 will start on July 1st. Each team will play. This week, Wednesday. Yeah. Two days. Yep. Each team will play 40 divisional games and 20 out-of-division regional games. Um, each division will play the same division in the opposite league. Uh, so, like, NL Central will play the yep. AL Central. That's kind of yep. how that so works, that. Uh, which makes sense. Active roster starts at 30. Then after 15 days from the start of the season, it drops to 28. Then after 30 days from the start of the season, the roster drops to 26. Uh, there is a 30-man Taxi squad, uh, you can only take up to three taxi squad players on the road, but one must be a catcher. 
players on the taxi squad will not get any major league service time. Um, most rosters came out yesterday. Uh, Cubs only have a 50-man roster right now, um, but they can add 10 more because it's 60 total, but uh, 30 will be on the taxi squad to start the year. During extra inning games, each half inning will start with a runner on second. The batter who made the final out of the last inning, or a pinch runner, will be the runner on second. Uh, you like that or not? Hate it. Well, right. for you, uh, you know for this Time year... Time to try experimental things. Right. Um, for this, they, they did this in the minor leagues last year. Um, and for this year, it makes sense. Might as well. This is a season. It doesn't really feel like a baseball season. No. So you might as well just try anything you can nope. out that you want to try. Um, now, I will not like it if it is this way going forward. Um, you know, I kind of am warming up to the idea of what the NHL does, uh, a version of what the NHL does, go on a point system where if it is still tied after the 12th inning, each team gets a point and it's just considered a tie or half a point, whatever, wins a point, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I've warmed up to that idea. Um, I would prefer to just play until someone wins because yeah. that's uh, extra innings are fun. Players might not like it. Yeah. Fans love it. Uh, at least watch on TV. Usually people don't stay around that well, long. Well, we'll have to worry about that this year for extra <laughs> not this year. games. Um, the problem with that is games will end real quick and um, the better team might not win. Yeah. But that's kind of it's kind of what it's going to be this year, I guess. Um, during, I said during extra inning games, we're going to start in a second. There will be a separate injured list for players that test positive or have symptoms slash confirmed exposures to COVID-19. There will be no maximum or minimum days on the Injured list, uh, players that do test positive will have to isolate until they have two negative COVID-19 tests, each taken 24 hours apart, no fever for at least 72 hours, and team physician in a committee consisting of two doctors and one non-medical representative from Major League Baseball and the MLBPA deem that the person does not pose a risk of spreading infection. Players are allowed to opt out of the season and still get paid if they are a high-risk person or live with a high-risk person, uh, like a pregnant wife or a significant other dealing with cancer. Um, Players who also are cancer survivors, like I didn't even think about Anthony Rizzo and John Lester. Um, Anthony Rizzo did say today he's planning on playing. I haven't heard anything from John Lester yet. I assume he's going to play, but who knows? He has two or three young kids at home. Uh, so who knows? And really, um, you can't really fault the guys for opting out. And I'm sure people will rip on them. Oh, and you know people That's just will. not fair at all. Uh, so we, we had multiple players opt out today. Uh, Mike Leak for theirs on the Diamondbacks. Um, and the players who opt out that are not a high-risk person or live with a high-risk person, um, they are not automatically going to get paid. Now, the teams – it's up to the team's discretion. They can pay them. Really, it'd be a bad look if they don't pay them, but uh, they're not required to anyway. So this still counts as a full year for a player's contracts, right? Um, yes, it does. So, like, if this is the last year of their contract, they're still free agent next year. Correct, and that's what Mike Leake, uh, this is the final year of his $5 million deal, and I think we'll see a lot of players in the final year of their contract with smaller money like that opt out. Uh, just so, because this is a year where you could have, you know, 10 starts because it's only 60 games and 
those 10 starts could be really bad, and that could screw yeah, you over. For, that's a good point. So you could see a lot of players doing that. Ryan Zimmerman was probably the biggest name that yeah. opted out yeah. that I've seen so far. You think we'll see any bigger that. names? I think so. Yeah. Um, no Cub, as of yet, has opted out, and no Cub player has uh, tested positive uh, that they've announced anyway. Uh, but COVID-19 testing every other day as well. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. There's a ban on spitting. Oh, yeah. Players yeah. will be fined if they are seen spitting. Uh, We're going to see a lot of fines probably. This include, I mean, it's just a natural yeah, reaction. People yeah. have been spitting on a baseball gonna field You're going to have to re-teach re, re yourself, right. re-educate really. Uh, this includes sunflower seeds, tobacco, et cetera. No high fives either. Yeah. Can't do that. How about fist bumps? Um, I did I, well, that does that categorize as a high five? Who knows? I see more people doing that stuff right. than high fives, like on PGA Tours. So, do you know who invented the high five? No, Dusty Baker invented the high five. Yes. That that is the universal um, time the high five was invented. Nineteen seventy-seven. I would have guessed it was like nineteen uh, hundreds. Glenn Burke. Um, after Dusty Baker, he hit a homer or something, and Glenn Burke ran out with his hand up high like that and Dusty didn't know half what to do so he just smacked it what did the other guy expect him to do right that's that's the high. thing but Dusty Dusty Baker takes credit for it <laughs> and, and I don't know about that 1977 uh, uh, seems like it's been around a lot yeah. longer but but then you look at games from before that and you see everyone shaking hands when they score smacking them on the rear end or smacking them on the rear end you don't see any I wonder who created the fist bump yeah, I feel like that was more of a 90s thing. Got created by yeah. somebody. I'm a big fan of the fist bump. I still fist bump people. Yeah. If you have a disagreement with an umpire, you cannot get within six feet or you will be automatically ejected. Lupinella would have struggled with that <laughs> one. <laughs> Subjected to suspension or heavy fine. They are banning brawls, which... Darn. They, they pretty much do <laughs> yeah. that anyway. What's going to stop yeah. a guy from running out yeah. and beating somebody up? They're going to get suspended either way. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how they're going to stop that. A universal DH. Trade I like de- that one, of course. Yes, and hopefully, that's, hopefully that sticks. They say it's only for this year. Hopefully it sticks. Uh, but I can see that one sticking because the players have wanted it f- since 2011 at least. Nobody um, goes to the game to see so, the pitchers hit. Correct. I mean, they say, well, it makes the National League different. You look at all the other sports leagues – there's no there's no difference there's no difference in the NFC or AFC yeah. no difference in the NBA East or NBA West AFC now you got to go for two point conversions every time after you score NFC you kick extra points I like that <laughs> <laughs> I like it I don't the Dolphins cost me a lot of money failing a two point conversion why I like it. <laughs> Trade deadline will be August 31st in the middle of a pandemic. That, when you told me that before we went on the air, I was surprised. Because I yes. thought 60 games, they're not going to do a trade deadline. Right. There's going to be so many teams. I mean, that, that's 30 games. There's going to be so many teams Bunched right up. there. I, I would say almost all 30 teams will be right there at that time. Maybe not a team like There'll the be a couple outliers. Orioles or Marlins. Um, that's my hope for and, the series right there. If you trade for a guy, does he have to self-quarantine for 10 to 14 days before he can even strap it on? If if that's the case, which I could see it being, is it even worth trading because you're going to miss him? They're going to miss a huge chunk. Plus, it'll only be... Unless you're absolutely positive you're going to make postseason. Even even if they don't have to self-quarantine, you just get him for 30 days, 30 games. I mean, in the postseason. Unless you're just dead certain you're going to make it. There's not a 100% guarantee a postseason will be played. Who knows what happens? You know, two months from as, now. As um, 
Bridich, the uh, general manager of the Colorado Rockies, said today, this season's only going to be played if the virus allows it. Sure. That's the only thing right now. We have three weeks from Thursday uh, when the first game is reported to be the Yankees at the Washington Which Nationals. Which would be uh, Scherzer against Garrett Cole. It'd be a fun, be a fun little matchup. Uh, those dugouts would be raucous. But it's going to be interesting because as of right now, and I know a lot can change in three weeks for the better or the worse, how can teams play in for the like the Rangers Stadium or where the Astros play or the Rays play or the Marlins play? I mean, we're seeing those states just spike right now in cases. They're, they're hot spots, but That's I don't the thing. know. I don't know. I'm glad I don't get paid to figure that stuff out. Uh, players that are not going to be in the game, like starting pitchers that pitched, you know, that mm-hmm. aren't scheduled to pitch, they'll be either sitting in the clubhouse or up in the stands. Stands make sense. If, yeah. if, if you're not going to have fans there anyway, um, might as well just have the or injured players. Give them some of those uh, things, that inflatable things that you blow up and you boom smack sticks. Boomsticks, boom yeah. Vuvuzuelas, remember those? The World yeah. Cup. Oh man, that was a trend for like a year. Yeah, give uh, them some of those. You see what the Giants are doing or uh, offering their season ticket holders for ninety nine dollars. Uh, a season ticket holder can get oh, a cardboard cutout cut of themselves out, yes. made and uh, implemented in the seat they usually sit in. Stupid. Very dumb, in my opinion. Stupid. Ninety nine bucks to do that. Yep. My suggestion is. And I have it's not my suggestion. I've seen it on Twitter, but I think it's kind of interesting. You have like a Zoom call up on the like video board to where you can watch it through Zoom and you get the crowd noise and all that from that. Um, now, if somebody um, you could clearly hear what people are saying. I don't know how it would work, <laughs> uh, but that'd be a little bit of crowd. Wouldn't want what J Man on Zoom during no. the Cup game. <laughs> Lester over or throws a double hopper to first. <laughs> Speaking of pitchers, a pitcher cannot use the same ball another pitcher does. That makes sense. They're individual rosin bags too, right? I read that somewhere. Yes, and instead of them licking their fingers, because a lot of pitchers lick their fingers, so they, quarterbacks. they can take a wet rag out with them. That's weird. It's, it's so <laughs> weird. This is probably the most interesting one I've seen. I, I actually haven't seen it anywhere, but Ian Happ has a podcast. Um, he's a Cub outfielder. He... He's also a really good golfer. J-Man told me. He is a good golfer, and he's only been playing for a couple years. just is fantastic. Doesn't it? Uh, But he is the Cubs representative on the Players Association, so he would know more than a lot of people would. But he said, each batting practice ball must be sanitized and cannot be used for five days after each use. Just throw them out. (laughs) Can can you imagine how many balls are going to go through? It's insane. Rawlings is loving it. Oh, yeah. They're gonna make yeah. they're gonna make bank Tom off money. of. Uh, as I said, is that the only baseball company they use? Probably Rawlings. I mean, you uh, would think the whole the league itself just it uses one. It used to be. Oh, what was it? Um, New Era. I, think, I, I don't know who makes the baseballs though. God, I think it's Rawlings. I'm gonna look it up. Um, that's all I really got um, on this. A couple. I got something, but I'm gonna look this up first. A couple other things. Um, no pregame lineup card exchange. Um, three. It is Rawlings. Three batter minimum that they actually imposed before. Man, the on here it's, a, it's official Major League Baseball. <laughs> For one ball, it's uh, signed by Manfred, by the way, or the 
You yeah, know, the, Pinark, the official ball. It's twenty two seventy nine for one ball. Imagine how so many balls. They he go said, "How many balls day. we got to go through with this?" <laughs> Holy cow! The good thing is you'll get all those home run balls you hit in batting practice back. True. Yeah, if you hit a record home run ball of some sort, you can get it back. Yeah. But we're going to see some balls like go crazy far in the stadium due to fans not there to stop them or oh, or, yeah. or them ricocheting off seats and going uh-huh. into the concourse. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Um, so there will be some entertaining. Yeah, it'll be nice just to watch sports, uh, another sport again on, on t- TV. If a player is not on the 40-man roster, he cannot be removed from the 60-man roster unless he's released. If a player is on the 40-man roster, he can be removed from the 60-man roster, but he would be exposed to waivers first. Um, a lot of people are putting their big-time prospects that aren't even close to the majors on this taxi squad just to get them as many at-bats as possible. Minor league, is that happening this year or not? Nah. No. Okay. I can't imagine. Okay. I had not seen anything about it. So. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of – because Cubs are putting like their top three or four prospects yeah. on the yeah. – not named Nico Horner because he'll be on the major league. Uh, side of things, but uh, let's see. I, I have, have the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook uh, over under for MLB win totals for every team. That if we want to go over that I real quick, favorited that one on uh, the Twitter. I'm actually gonna have you guess each team. Okay. See how close you are. Arizona Diamondbacks playing 60 games, right? Yep. yep. 28 and a half. 31 and a half. <laughs> Atlanta Braves. Should be pretty good this year. 35 and a half. 33 and a half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baltimore Orioles. Let's see. 20 and a half. Exactly 20 and a half. I think, I think they are the lowest, I believe. Boston Red Sox. 32 and a half. Close. 31 and a half. The Chicago Cubs. 32 and a half. 32 and a half. Hey, Chicago White Sox. 30 and a half. 31 and a half. Mm. So one game behind the Cubs. The Cincinnati Reds. 34 and a half. 31 and a half. Oh. The Cleveland you Indians. Know, I, sh- I probably shouldn't be saying this out loud. But I was looking at the Reds roster and I think they're going to be really good. <laughs> and I, I, I hate I like the facial expression hope, you just made there. Hopefully this is just a J-Man kiss of death like usual. Um but <clears throat> that lineup's loaded, especially with a u- universal DH. I think it helps them out immensely. If there ever has to be a year the Reds win the World Series, it could be this year. Then you can be, eh, it was only yeah, it game season. More count. teams made the playoffs than ever. It's a sham. Yeah. I'm sure Red fans would take it a heartbeat. <laughs> uh, Cleveland Indians. They're an interesting team. They traded Corey Kluber away to the Texas Rangers. I didn't even know he was 30 gone. and a half. 32 and a half. The Colorado Rockies. 30 and a half. 26 and a half. Pretty low for the Rockies. I don't think they're supposed to be very good. They are not supposed anyway, to be good. So. Their pitching's going to be terrible like usual. The Detroit Tigers. 22 and a half. 21 and a half. Yeah, they're, they're going to be. I think they'll be worse than Baltimore. The cheating Houston Astros. 36 and a half. 35 and a half. Kansas City Royals. 23 and a half. Right on the dot. 23 and a half. It's amazing to think they won the World Series up. Handful of years Five ago. Five years ago. That's it. Los Angeles Angels. 32 and a half. 31 and a half. I think they'll be pretty good. They don't have much pitching, though. That offense should be able to score. The Los Angeles Dodgers. They're loaded. 38 and a half. 37 and a half. Miami Marlins. 
24 and a half. 24 and a half is correct. Milwaukee Brewers. 30 and a half. 30 and a half is correct. Minnesota Twinkies, the Twins. 33 and a half. 34 and a half. Wow. The New York Mets. 27 and a half. 32 and a half. I thought that was a little generous. Super generous. New York Yankees. 36 and a half. 37 and a half. Same as the Dodgers. Huh? Yep. Oakland Athletics. 34 and a half. 33 and a half. Man. Philadelphia Phillies. 32 and a half. 31 and a half. We're getting pretty close. Heaps. The Pittsburgh Pirates. 24 and a half. 25 and a half. Man. San Diego Padres. 30 and a half. Got it. 30 and a half. San Francisco Giants. 28 and a half. 25 and a half. Ooh. Seattle Mariners. 21 and a half. 24 and a half. I don't think they'll be that good. St. Louis Cardinals. They're the highest in the division. No. 31 and a half. 32 and a half. Tied with the oh, Cubs. Tied with the Cubs. Okay. Tampa Bay Rays. 35 and a half. 33 and a half. I think they'll be pretty good. Texas Rangers. 30 and a half. 26 and a half. 28 and a half. Yeah. Of course, we, we don't know who's all going to opt out yet or anything. Toronto Blue Jays. 27 and a half. 27 and a half is correct. And the Washington Nationals, the defending World Series champions. Lost Anthony Rendon. Nice. That pitching staff's still good. 34 and a half. 33 and a half. 30, Dan, a third. And that is the DraftKings over under for win totals for every MLB team. I like it. You know what really grinds my gears? What's that? People that think Cam Newton is still a an elite starting Cam. caliber oh, quarterback who is going to make the New England Patriots a Super Bowl contender once again. Cam. I like really doing that. I'm sorry. Grinds my gears. He's, yeah. He's lost eight straight starts. He has had a foot injury, missed 14 games last year. His arm just looks completely gone. It just looks dead. And he will arguably have the worst receiving core in the National Football League. You want to hear the receiving core in New England? Got Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman, wide receiver one. You got uh, Harry. And Kale Harry, wide receiver three. I don't know if I can name anybody else. Muhammad Sanu. Oh, yeah. Is their second one. They're starting tight end. You should know this Matt one. Matt Lacoste. Matt Lacoste. Uh, line I and former Bronco. Is Devin Asiasi. I mean, he was like third string for the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, he caught maybe 25 he's not a, balls. He's not a pass-catching tight end. He's a blocker. We don't know if Cam even has the legs anymore to move around. He's not he's guaranteed the starting spot either. Over 30 years old. But the way Twitter was all about it last night, and now you hear him. People say not paid enough. Why He's did the Patriots MVP. wait so long? If this was their plan, this I don't think this was their plan because they could have had him a month or two ago. I was also, I think I said it on Friday because my dad brought it up. Said why, well, why isn't Cam signed with the Patriots yeah. or something? I said, yeah. well, if he would have signed with the Patriots, he would have done it already. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He does two days later. Minimum one year deal. Incentive laden. So I mean, he could make. I don't know what is deal is incentive wise um he and Jameis winston combined are making less than chase daniel is chase but daniel when, still with the bears i think so That's but when you when you're guy when you throw 386 picks a year like Jameis winston i mean i wouldn't pay more than what the saints paid for him either chase daniel's with the lions 
Couldn't have told you that. Couldn't have either. Crud. That means uh, David Blau's probably third string if he still has a job with him. Probably gonna get cut. Well, he had a he had his half moment moment <laughs> in the first half of the Thanksgiving game. Uh, but yeah, Cam Newton, former NFL MVP, 2015, but he's broken half in the Super Bowl 50 and never been the same since. It's been a long time, five years now, mm-hmm. since he won MVP. He's not that kind of quarterback anymore. Um, honestly, I think it's a coin flip whether he's their starting quarterback. Him or Jared Stidham, yes. second-year man out of Auburn. They, they also have Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I forgot about it. They went out and got Hoyer pretty much to groom Stidham in the offense. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Hoyer start more games than Cam Newton. It'll be interesting to watch. Um Keep our eye on assuming we do have an NFL season. Yes. Um, yeah, there's a lot of interesting storylines to uh, look forward to. But talking about quarterbacks, I, I mentioned this to you before we started recording. The AFC quarterback situation across the grid's pretty interesting. Yeah. Got a bunch of a lot, young A lot pups. of young blood. Yeah. Because the Patriots became the first team in NFL history to replace a former NFL MVP with a former NFL MVP in the same offseason. Huh. Yeah, Phillip there and Andy. Yep, he's an old man, but he's a new change of scenery with a really good offensive line. And you got old man Big Ben coming off a Big season that he missed. Be interesting to see who's a starter in Miami because you got old man Fitzmagic. I was already, I guess, in my head counting Tua, but you're right. Fitzmagic probably will start the season off. And then. I'll say Cam Newton is the third best quarterback in the AFC East. Who are you putting him over? I'm putting him over Sam Darnold. Okay, so you are saying he's worse than Josh Allen? Yes. Okay. And I'm Sam saying Darnold's he's not too bad either. Though. He's worse than Tua Tungavaloa. Already. Already. That's some high praise for never taking a snap in the NFL. Could argue that uh, Tua was the better college quarterback. Could argue it. Good. They're both pretty good. Yeah. Both won national title. Heisman. Yeah, they both did, didn't they? 2-1 Heisman, right? No. No? Joe Burrow won it this year. Yeah. Who won it? <laughs> I said that, and then now I'm just blanking. But, yeah, uh, but yeah I, I don't see Cam Newton moving the needle too much for this Patriots team. I think I think there is. Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah, so Tua did not win it. That's just m- mistaken. Uh, so Cam is a better college quarterback than Tua. That, that solidifies it. Nah. Um, but I think Cam, I think the Patriots are going to be about 6-10, and 7-9 and nine win team. 7-9 seven, seven and nine record team. 6-10, and 7-9. and nine. I still will. I mean, they still got Belichick and yes. McCheat. Um, but yes, um, we'll see. The defense still should be pretty good. I they just did don't lose. think the offense could be worth a darn. It, it wasn't worth a darn last year. And you saw still what, had Thomas. And you saw what happened last year, too. Yeah, it went downhill fast. Um, no Gronk anymore. They didn't have Gronk last year. I know, either, and it hurt them. Uh, no, wide receiving core was worse. Edelman won't be just the same. as bad now. Without Tommy. Um, although Cam is similar in the fact that they don't really throw. He's never really thrown the ball uh, way downfield. And Tom never has either. It's those short, quick. Of course, he'd be thrown to Christian McCaffrey. Learning uh, a new Olsen. offense. I will say... Cam's receiving core the year he won the Super Bowl was garbage. His, yeah, it was. They I had mean, good defense. Greg Greg Olson, they, they, but they led the NFL in scoring per game yeah. that year. They had good running um, backs. They, they had Greg Olson, who was kind of their number one yeah. receiver. But their top rec- actual wide receiver was Ted Ginn. Wow. 
He did ki- catch 10 touchdowns, but no. uh, and somehow he's still in the league 13 years later. Special teams asset yes. helps, but we're, we're going to see. Yeah, it be interesting to see if Cam can win the starting job. But going around the AFC, I mean, division by division, we already went over to AFC East quarterbacks. AFC South, you got Gardner Minshew down Jacksonville. He's young. They're, ta- they're tanking for old Trav. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got no chance. They're going to be the worst team in the league, in my opinion. Um, you got Ryan Tannehill. Now he's got a big deal in Tennessee. Playoff winning at Fox in Foxborough, Ryan Tannehill. I really like Ryan Tannehill. And he beat the Ravens, too. But I could see that thing just collapsing. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. You got new old man Phillip Rivers, like we talked about in Indy. And then you got Deshaun Watson, young, really good quarterback in Houston. Without DeAndre Hopkins, though. Yes. Then the AFC uh, North, you got old man Big Ben. You got uh, – Baker Mayfield, Cleveland, the big year for Baker coming up. You got the the, the reigning the reigning NFL MVP Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Then you got number one overall draft pick Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. So Cincinnati. And then in the AFC West, you got Patrick Mahomes, arguably the best quarterback in the league. He is the best quarterback in the league. Uh, you got Derek Carr in Vegas. I almost said Oakland, Las Vegas. In Los Angeles for the Chargers, you either have Tyrod Taylor or Justin Herbert. And then you got Drew Locke out in Denver. So you got a bunch of young quarterbacks out there. Who, who's the backup in Denver? Jeff Driscoll for right now. Jeff, Jess, Jeff Driscoll's team. <laughs> yeah, okay. So if, if that's the case, Broncos are in big, 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 big trouble and probably looking for yet another new coach and a new GM and a new everything. Uh, maybe a new team name. Um, but And then the NFC, you got older quarterbacks. You got Rodgers. You got Breeze. You got Tom Brady, Tom but Brady. a new new location, Matt of course, Ryan. in Tampa Bay. Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, yeah, quite a few, quite a few older guys. Even but. Russell Wilson's thirty something, is he? I assume so. We're twenty eight. I think he's younger than Cam, or maybe right at uh, Cam. He was playing for Wisconsin still in two thousand and twelve. I bet you one thousand dollars he's older. No, I'm than not Cam. betting you nothing. You still owe me a one on one basketball game. It's thirty one. Okay. Me a thousand. No, I did not say that. I got <laughs> I've already audio beat proof. I've already beat you at basketball. Pig does not count as a basketball <sighs> game, yeah, as it luck. It's yeah, shooting. It no. You're just admitting I'm a better shooter than you, then. You were on that night. Every night. No. I bring it. Very false. But <laughs> yeah, but, but NFL, um, we'll, we'll keep seeing how. I mean, they keep, they're saying right now training camps are going to start on time and everything. So what we're going to see. Yeah. You know what else really grinds my gears? You need to come up with a new name for that because you're stealing it from Peter Griffin. Yes, I am stealing it from Peter. Don't sue us, Fox. Uh, you know what really grates my apparatus? What? That ESPN and people think we care about J.R. Smith. Yes. He assigned with the Lakers. He is one of the worst players ever to be as famous as he is. It's a LeBron effect, man. It is the LeBron effect. I don't know why LeBron's even friends with him after what happened in that NBA Finals game. Pass the ball. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, oh, JR has only played 11 games since the start of 2018 season where he averaged six points a game. Um, he's 30. He'll be 35 in September. Um, and ESPN's shoving him down our throats just because he's buddies with LeBron. He's like uh, Brian Windhorse, whatever his name is. Not Brian Windhorse. Windhorse, yeah. Windhorse. Windhorse. Horst. Yeah, just follows uh, LeBron around everywhere, job to job. Really uh, great to my apparatus. Yeah, it's uh, NBA uh, coming back. 
relatively soon too, um, into July. It's going to be interesting to see if there's any more players that come out and are saying they're not playing. Uh, Avery Bradley, I think yes. the same. And, and that's why they signed J.R. Smith. Yeah. Which there were a couple I, other guys, though. I can honestly say about. I did not know Avery Bradley was with the Lakers. Until I couldn't I name it too many because the NBA just seems like the last time they played was just – it seems longer Years than ago. March. Yeah. Um, you know, somebody asked me the other day who I thought was had the best chance to make the finals. I'm like, I don't know now. Yeah, who knows now? I mean, it's four Everybody's months. Everybody's lost their momentum. Who's stayed in shape? Who hasn't? Right. I mean, the Bucks are fifty three and twelve. They have the best record in the NBA. Lakers are forty nine and fourteen. And you know, it would be a cool story the with two. the Lakers with the passing of Kobe Bryant and everything. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a toss up. It's actually going to be kind of exciting to watch. Intriguing, at least. Yes. You know what I would love is if John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies uh, beat. LeBron and the Lakers in that 8-1 matchup. If they get to the playoffs. Well, they're up three and a half games on Portland. But who knows? Eight games remaining, right, in regular yes. season when they get down um, there? And it, it's a whole different. Yeah. It's going to be a whole different. Four months off. You know, we and, and I guess there's no reason to have heard from them, but we've heard nothing from the players who aren't going down there, players for like the Bulls and other teams who aren't even close enough right. to contend to make the playoffs. The East, for years, has been so much worse than the West. It's insane. Um, an interesting development in the NBA, anyway. Nikola Jokic tested positive, and he's in his home country. Is he from Serbia? Serbia. Well, you know, he tested positive positive from that party that um, the tennis player we were just talking oh, about. Oh, Djokovic? Yeah, that's really? Yep. yep. And uh, they think he'll be able to fly back, but if, if he's not able to then for they're some done. reason. Um, yeah, he's one of the best players in the league. I mean, they're the three seed right now. And he transformed his uh, his body. looks totally different than it did in March. He was yes. a big, big boy. Now he's lost a ton of weight. Speaking of guys that I guess have just gotten huge is uh, Luka Doncic. Luka, Luka he's gotten kind of chubby. He's been partying a little too much. But they have a month to get Yeah, he better get it going because uh, Dallas kind of depends on him. Yeah, they're the seven seed. I don't think. See, they're the seven seed, but they're only they're still a good team. They're only like five games behind the two yeah, seed. Yeah, it's you know, a lot really Clippers. clustered there. So, be interesting though. Uh, we still have. I don't even remember our preseason. I think we both had the Clippers in the finals. I think I had the Clippers winning it. Did I have the Sixers beating the Clippers? I think I did. Sixers are the sixth seed. I right know. Now. I think I had them winning it all in the preseason. They're tied with the Pacers in that 5 6. I give the Pacers no shot. I think I might have had the Bucks just because I'm a big Giannis fan, have been forever. I think I gave you grief for not picking the Bucks, though. Maybe I picked Boston. Yeah. Well, I'll have to go back and see. I do have it in the archives. It's like a lot of work. I just go back and find <laughs> the episode from October, play it. I'll do that for next the week. The East playoffs are pretty much at least who the eight teams are going to be. They invited one more. Uh, the NBA did, and it's the Washington Wizards, who for some reason just cannot be good. They have two really good players in John Wall and Bradley Beal. They stink. They missed their chance. Like years ago when yes. they were like the four seed for a couple of back-to-back seasons. They... Brad Beal is second in the NBA in scoring per game, over 30 points a game. No one's even talking I about I couldn't it. even told you who's in the MVP race um, right now. Harden, I just forget. Harden's leading. Um, it might be Giannis. could be Kawhi. could be LeBron. I don't know. But wasn't, wasn't Dame Lin- Damian Lillard having a good season too? 
Or well, no? we'll see about that. I he, know his team wasn't, but he, he had that stretch where he had a bunch of. Yeah, I don't know. Twenty-eight point nine points a game, <laughs> That's seven point eight assists. Points per game. Yes, um, I'm pretty sure. I'll watch him call it. Uh, what's his name? Um, James Harden is leading the uh, points it's, per it's, game. It's, it'll be weird to see, not see the Golden State Warriors in the playoffs. Yeah, they were the worst, single worst team in the NBA this year. Yeah, but you know what's going to happen? They're just going to rebuild. Yeah, you know, Steph, they might Steph get themselves the number one draft pick, and then and they might try to get the Greek freak too. Yes, James Harden's leading the NBA in points per game, thirty-four points a game. Then Brad Beal, then Giannis, Trey Young is fourth. Uh, yeah, for a game. Then uh, Luka Doncic at 19, 20 years old, 28 points a game. Then Westbrook, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, Devin Booker. Did you remember Westbrook was even on the Rockets? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I remember Chris Paul. Yeah, who, yeah he actually didn't throw any fits this year on the Thunder. And they're actually a lot better than yeah. I think most people oh, thought. I think Billy Donovan. Five seed, I think man. Billy Donovan deserves coach. coach of the year. Yeah. Yep. He's a good one. Yep. Speaking of good ones. Golf, one of the better ones in the game of golf, won this weekend. Dustin Johnson. I forgot about golf. 21st career victory for good old Dustin. Past Greg Norman for all-time wins. Wow. I think we're looking at a future Hall of Famer there. One thing he did really impressive, this was the 13th straight year Dustin Johnson's won a tournament. He's 13th won, straight. He's won one from 08 till now. He joined some pretty decent company in that up, up there towards the top. Tiger Woods. He won 14 straight from 96 to 2009. Lee Trevino also had 14 straight from 86 to 81. Billy Casper had 16 straight from 56 to 71. Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer both had 17 straight. <whistles> Arnold's was 55 to 71. Jack's was 62 to 78. It's pretty. It's a pretty nice stat you brought up there. Yeah. So uh, he was tied for I think it was 76th after round one. Wow, he but he shot his career low 61, nine under par on Saturday, got him right back in contention, and then he held off a strong field. the The storyline of the first two rounds was 50 year old Phil Mickelson had to lead going into Saturday. Then he absolutely just collapsed and didn't play well on the weekend. But Phil started off, I think it was 64, 63 rounds one and two is the first time in his career he started a tournament back to back round 64 or better, which is I thought Phil accomplished everything you could really accomplish besides not winning the U.S. Open when it came to golf, but I guess that was one one milestone there. My boy, uh, Rory, uh, was looking good there on Thursday. Yeah. Started out hot. Then just, I think he Made went. Made the cut and then finished. I think he went like 68, 69. Yeah, and then just, I don't know, kind of fizzled out. He knows the J-Man picked him. <laughs> but no picking him this week in the Rocket Mortgage Classic up in Detroit because Rory's not in the field. Really not too many good players are on the field. This is only the second year of this tournament. The inaugural one was last year, won by Nate Lashley. But according to PGATour.com, your power rankings, the top 15, you got Brett Snedger at 15, Kevin Na 14, Brendan Todd at 13, who he collapsed yesterday. He was right there. Sunjay M at 12th, Doc Redman 11th, Will Gordon 10th, Tony Fee now, there's a big name, 9th, Roy Sabatini 8th, Hideki Matsuyama, pretty good player there, 7th, JT Poston, 6th, Patrick Reed, there's a big name, 5th, Victor Hovland, 4th, Bryson DeChambeau, 3rd, he keeps getting himself in the contention because he's launching drives over 400 yards, Webb Simpson, 2nd, and Terrell Hatton is the number one in the power rankings. Why? Uh, he uh, says he's 
came within a couple shots at Harbor Town for a realistic chance to bridge his break with victories. Tops on PGA Tour and strokes gained. Tita Green in second and strokes gained putting. So, um, some names in the tournament that aren't on the on the power rankings: Ricky Fowler, Jason Day, Bubba Watson, Kevin Kistner, Scotty Scheffler, and defending champion Nathan Lashley. You haven't heard from old Bubba Watson in a while, have you? No. He hasn't been in contention for a while, so um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, golf, it also is one of those leagues. They're getting a lot of guys testing positive for COVID-19. They had two today, um, Harris English and Franchelli being the other one. Uh, but then they've had one, in one case, Cameron Champ last Monday test positive, so he withdrew. Then he had three more tests last week, and they all three came back negative, which seems to uh, be that he had a – faulty original mm-hmm. test but he also withdrew this week not to play decided not to play phil mickelson was originally supposed to play in detroit when the schedule first came out which was big for the tournament oh my god we're getting phil you know that's going to draw people well he's played quite a few weeks in a row he decided he's not going to play um it gets interesting after this week they go to columbus for back-to-back tournaments at the same course i don't think that's ever been done pga tour it was supposed to be the john deere classic next week illinois said we're not doing that so the memorial though or the Mirfield village which hosts the memorial tournament in two weeks from now which will be the first golf event that allows fans to go allow eight thousand fans they stepped up and said you know we'll host the tournament the week before too they found a sponsor so a lot of big names will play next week because they're playing in the memorial so they can get practice at the course next week then play the memorial and that way if you can get a lot of guys and kind of keep them in the same area for two weeks you can probably Slow, um, things slow things down a little bit. <clears throat> who are you traveling. taking? Uh, who am I taking this week? I picked Bryson last week. I'm going to go with another guy who launches the ball. I'm going to go with Tony Finau this week. Interesting. Interesting. How about you? No Rory this week. Give me uh, the guy who was 13th in the power rankings. I would have to bring it back up. I, I don't have my tab up. I don't remember who it was, but... Uh, uh, Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. I will look that up really fast. Um, number 13 is Brandon Todd. Brandon Todd. Had a good week this past week. My so boy Todd. Triple bogey killed him yesterday. So, not a bad pick. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> what? Chatty neighbors. No, I don't want to go to your 4th of July barbecue guy whose name I can't remember. It's nice of him to offer. Yeah, but uh, I just... what would you? What would what would it take for you to go? What would they have to be making? I don't think is any. Is there a food that I you just couldn't resist so. or a drink? Um, no, I spot don't... a cow. No, spot a cow and a a big uh, brisket. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I probably Smoked still brisket. I probably still wouldn't go. Falls either. off, just melts. I just don't. Like eat, eat and leave, dine and dash. I just don't like strangers. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> Stranger danger. Fair uh, this will be the J-Man's Book It prediction of the week. There will be a guy who has won a an MVP in either the American League or National League opt out of this uh, coming baseball season. I just feel like it's going to happen. Some really big name is going to opt out. Um, I could honestly – I haven't heard this name at all, but I could honestly see Chris Bryant doing it just because he has a three-month-old son. 
Um, he could be a guy, but uh, hope it doesn't happen. But uh, I don't understand if it did. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how many former MVPs are in the league right now active. Yeah, you got Bryce Harper, uh, Chris Bryant. Mike Trout. Um, Mike Trout's won a bunch. Miguel Cabrera. Um, <laughs> it's pathetic that I can't think who we – Christian Yelich, Cody Bellinger. Um, I got your back. Thank you. Who won in 17? Jose Altuve. Uh-huh. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mookie Betts. Andrew McCutcheon. Josh Donaldson. Clayton Kershaw. Buster Posey. Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun. Joey Votto. Justin Verlander. Albert Pujols still in the league. Dustin Pedroia. I think Pedroia is retired. All the rest. Um, I could definitely see one of those guys mm-hmm. uh, opting out. You're going to have to hope they do, unfortunately, for your book to become correct. Yeah, I hope my book is not correct, but uh, I just have a feeling. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering. For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, farm, contact Travis at 219-869-4561. Also, Travis.Watchering at infb.com. Yeah, we got a few minutes before the birdie bogey. Birdie bogey's got to do with the Big Ten Network's all-decade teams for basketball. Uh, I told you earlier that the football one just started today. They did two running backs, Saquon Barkley, former running back for the for Penn State. Where going? And Jonathan Taylor for uh, Wisconsin made it, and then linebackers was uh, Borland for Wisconsin, Devin Bush for Michigan, and Josie Jewell for Iowa. Three good ones. Offensive line starts tomorrow. But the basketball ones, the third, second, and first team were announced last week. Um, there's a few you can kind of probably make a debate whether it or not they should have made the team. There's only one that I think's the debate, and that is um, Aaron Kraft made third team. And the third team had six guys because of a tie. Yes. Um, he, he he was a media darling. I get it. He's a good defensive player. Yeah, good defensive player, but there are so many better players that weren't on that should have been. Etwan Moore, Robbie Hummel. Etwan Moore, Robbie Hummel. I might be a little biased, um, but. Even a guy like Malcolm Hill, yeah. third all-time league scorer in Illinois history. How about McKamey? McKamey uh, only played one year, and his junior year was the better year. Was he only year. one year in the decade? Yeah. He's, he was the same age as Hummel. And okay. Of course, Hummel played 12 years. Johnson so. and Moore. Yeah, but he was the same age as them. Um, I didn't know about Jordan Murphy. Dude, he's the second all-time league rebounder in Big Ten yeah, history. I know, but. Dude, he was he was a stud, I, man. I, I, I was. I, mean, I could I could make a case for him over Zeller, and and I mean Zeller didn't make he it. He made it over Zeller. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they they look at those stats and the second all all time leading rebounder, yeah. ever Big yeah, Ten history. I, I, I'm hearing you. I'm um, hearing you. But so that's and it was probably a little case of recency bias as well. But uh, but the third stud, team bro. you had D'Angelo Russell, Aaron Kraft, Jordan Murphy, uh, Yogi Ferrell. Caleb Swanigan and Juwan Johnson, third team. Uh, second team was, I'm doing it off the top of my head, um, Jared Solinger, which I thought he'd be first He should have been a first teamer. Um, but who would you take off that first team? Frank Kaminsky, who, who was named the player of the decade, which that is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> grates my apparatus. He was pretty good. Let's talk one year, two years, tops. Yeah. Okay, so you're yelling about Solinger. That was two years. 18.8 points per game, eight rebounds a senior. Great. 13 points a game, six rebounds his junior year. Great. Four points a game, one rebound. 
sophomore year. 1.8 points a game. Yeah, but if we're going to yell about only being good two years, then Evan Turner shouldn't have been on there. Evan Turner one is year. arguably the greatest player of this century in the Big Ten, and his one year was better than any of the years Kaminsky's was. Frank, Frank Kaminsky was a really good player. Give me, but you know what also Jaron Sullinger's getting your team to the championship game sure. and the Final Four. Jaron Jaron Sullinger's top two years, which he's only there two years, yeah. better than Frank Kaminsky. Ethan Happ, better player than Frank Kaminsky. No, I, I disagree. Absolutely, there. No, I disagree there. Absolutely, I disagree there. Carson Edwards, better than Frank Kaminsky. I, I think Frank. I I had no problem with Frank being named the player of absolutely. I had no not. problem with it at all. It is a joke. I actually was texting with guys. He was a lock. I said for first team when we no, were talking I, about sure it. first team, but player of the decade. I am, I saw no problem with it. Give me Trey Burke over him. I, mean, I guess it didn't. Yeah. Get, who else was on the first team? Denzel Valentine. Nah. Dray, take Draymond off. Give me yeah, Carson. He was, Draymond was on there, Give too. Give me Cassius Winston over him, too. Car- Carson was on second team. Cassius, second team. Victor Aldipo, second team. Was Draymond second team? Yeah, he was first team. First team? Him and Valentine. So who am I missing? Who was also on the second team that I'm missing? Did we name them all? We might have. Okay. Uh, I don't remember who was. Evan Turner. Yep. I'm going to go look. Well, you're going to have to hit me up with the birdie bogey before we run out of time here. It is almost. I'm yeah. just going to look up Evan Turns real quick. I know he had a great senior year. I mean, he was player of the year, national player of the year. 20 but, points game, 9.2 rebounds, 6 assists. Better than any any year. And I also Frank was had. wondering at the beginning if they were even going to count. I didn't know what. The 2009 yeah. portion, which I did not in my broke birdie his bogey, back. Which is, who was the all-time career leading scorer during – the last decade, from 2010 to 2019. Well, it's got to be somebody who played for four years. Yes. Um, I'm thinking of those guys on you've there. Been, you, you've been rolling here lately. I know I've been rolling, but it's got it's got to be one of those three, those guys on the, one of the ones that made the all Big Ten team. Uh, I'm trying to think in my head. Not him. Him. Oh, I'm between two guys. Denzel Valentine. Nah. Damn it. You finally got one wrong. Got another guess? No, I don't want what's, to. What, what's your other guess? I, I, Ethan Happ. Hmm, no. See, now, I, I forgot he was even on the second team. That was one on the second team I couldn't remember who it was. Shout out to the Quad Cities. Yeah. Um, um, I did not count the Happ. 2009 portion of 2009-2010 nor the 2020 okay. portion of this year. Or Lamar Stevens would have been it. Oh. And the guy who would have been third, John Sherna. Yeah, Fun. Northwestern. Yeah, no one even remembers. Well, if you look at those teams, there was only a few schools featured on those three teams. There wasn't too many schools. Yeah, it was usually. And co- coach of the decade was Izzo. Tom Izzo. No. Give me John Beeline. He went to two national championship games. Yep. Can't argue with you there, but Izzo's media's darling. So wrap us up there, J-Man. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man show. Hope you guys have a great 4th of July. Wear a mascot public people so we get uh, a football season. Yes, and please. Season. Um, have a great rest of the week, as I said. Smoke some meat. Blow some stuff up. Responsibly. We'll see you next Monday.